Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I am open to receiving the symbolic messages communicated through numbers. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And I think that our listeners are going to have a bit of fun today because this is a really cool and interesting topic which everyone usually has a story about. Everyone can relate to, or the people who are listening to us can relate because they're all quite spiritual. And this is a phenomenon that people have been talking about a lot in the last, I'd even say 20 years because Doreen Virtue really pioneered this with her Angel Numbers books and her Angel Numbers work to bring awareness to it. But since then, many other amazing sort of light workers and spiritual people and numerologists and astrologers and other people have also provided their interpretations of what it means when you see usually double or triple or quadruple digits repetitively. So you know what we're talking about. You might have even seen like on Twitter, Paris Hilton always will put 1111, make a wish. You know, the celebrities do it. Um, we, we, a lot of people who are into this stuff just know that 44 is the angel number. We see 44s a lot. You might, um, you know, let's say you get a crush on a boy and then he gives you his phone number and you notice he's got like lots and lots and lots of nines in his phone number or lots and lots and lots of twos in his phone number. Or, you know, you're your at auction for a new house and the house is, you know, numbers 888 or something like that. It's really fascinating how we start to notice them on the back of number plates, on billboards, on ads, in, in song lyrics, in you open the newspaper. Anywhere that a, that a number can present itself, we'll often start to find that for us in particular, one particular type of number keeps reiterating over and over. Jane. And for Beck, it's 44. No, it's not. I have to, well, it has been. It was. I have to tell you that when Beck was going through quite a tough time in life. We used to drive um, to record our radio show and it was about a well, hour-long drive. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Hilarious. The whole time, day after day, week after week, it would be 44. We'd be in the middle of a conversation. I'd get 44, 44, 44. Because we're on like 44. a... We're on like a, what was it, probably... Freeway. Eight-lane highway or whatever. Yeah, and there were new number plates going left, <laughs> right and centre. And then, but with the radio, every, the numbers were everywhere. It was just, she was surrounded by angels. But actually, we were as well because we were going off to do a very high-quality, unique radio show. So, you know, it was... Quite, the angels went with us the they whole did. way. <laughs> they did, and in fact, just on that, you know, I love too that we'd get into the recording studio, and our show was quite groundbreaking in that nobody was really talking about the things that we were talking about on mainstream radio, commercial, yeah, yeah, commercial radio, and mm. it was a national show. And if we, we but we pre-recorded it, but if we did something that upstairs management, as Beck would say, didn't approve of. The lights would go, they'd start be flickering, the recording would just stop, mm. and it was fabulous yeah. how they took charge for us, which was great. Anyway, that was Beck's 44, 44, 44, 44, 44, 44. 44. My favourite thing's 11-11. I still love that. That's still my favourite. And so often you'll be in a thought process of an issue that you've got and then you just look up and see that 11.11 on the clock and think, mm. you know, what's the chances? I don't sit there and stare at the clock all day. No. And, uh, and it just puts a smile on my face and it just lets me know I'm on track, I'm connected. It's just that lovely, beautiful, feel-good reminder, all is well. I think the 11 is a real entry point number for people who are first opening to their spirituality. It seems to be yes. the most common one which... People who aren't otherwise hugely spiritual or psychic or intuitive, it does seem to be the number that they 
cotton on to. Like I've even, like, you, you look at the Facebook groups, there's like 1111 Facebook groups. So yeah. It's got like millions of followers. Yeah. I do think it's an entry point. It's, it's like the point. feathers can be an entry point. Yeah. The 1111 is it, definitely it is. an entry point. Even on, um, there was a, like some really mainstream radio talkback show and they did, oh, ring up if you've got the 11 thing going on. So, I mean, you had really like a ordinary average, like suburban people calling up and saying, oh. Not consciously aware. No, that's what I'm trying to say. Like my boyfriend and I, every time one of us sees an 11, we always text the other at the same time or like you know really cute little stories like that where everyday people are actually paying attention and using this number but I don't think they really know what they're doing yet but this is what Jane and I are going well, to talk about. Well they're starting to understand about synchronicity. Correct. Yeah Correct. And, and we're just going to should we go into Doreen Virtue's yes. definition of, of 111 so triple ones yes and she says it's an energetic gateway that's open for you it's rapidly manifesting your thoughts into reality choose your thoughts wisely at this time ensuring they match your desires don't put any energy into thinking about fears at all lest you manifest them and so it's really key how jane actually said earlier she goes you know sometimes when i'm thinking about something that's when i'll look up and see the 11 because the 11 is closely linked to what are your thoughts right now and it's either a sign that you're on the right track, I guess, or on the wrong track. So it's, it's well, what universe. will sometimes happen is that I'll see that one eleven or eleven eleven. Yeah. And then I'm, I wasn't actually aware of what my thoughts were, and I stop and then become aware and think, what were my thoughts? And then it's either a terrific, keep going with them, or you better change around those thoughts yeah. pretty quick, smart. I think it's the universe's way of really pulling attention to your conscious behaviour, which is, again, it's a tool for evolution, for soul growth, to really start to watchdog how you're thinking and to correct the thoughts that really shouldn't be there. Someone long ago also told me a beautiful analogy for the 11, which has always stayed with me because it's a really great picture in your mind if you imagine the 11 as two tall pillars or two tall doors and it's like two doors are opening beautiful the more you start to see the 11 it's like you're entering into new possibilities new beginnings a new chapter of the self of the soul of understanding of a deeper awareness and that's really cool too another one that's quite common a lot of people will wake up in the middle of the night and look at their bedside clock or whatever and it's 333 yes people even have bedside clocks anymore they just have phones there old people don't Um, 3.33. And uh, and look, most people will wait between two and four because that is, with, you know, things that go bump in the night, because that is the time, as we've mentioned, that the veils between the worlds are, or the dimensions are thinnest. But Doreen Virtue's take on 3.33 is, you've merged with the ascending masters and they're working with you day and night on many levels. They love, guide and protect you in all ways. And what I think is lovely about that 3.33 is it's just, again, a reminder that why have you woken at that particular time? Mm. You know, have they woken you to have you look at the clock and go, it's okay, I am surrounded, to start to get the synchronicity um, in your life being observed at a much more conscious level. Gathering evidence. Exact gathering evidence, there it is. Mm. But at the same time, often that's the time of the, the middle of the night when people are most troubled yeah you know when I'm doing coaching it'll often be what wakes you up in the middle of the night and that's when they're most worried whatever is playing out whether it's money or relationships or job security or whatever it is that's going on thoughts you have at three o'clock in the morning yeah so it's nice that's also that reminder of 333 is that yes you've got troubles you've got worries you've got fears Mm. we are surrounding you we're with you all is well yeah beautiful yeah I, I just think 
it's really it's a really cool tool for those of you that say, well, I'm not psychic, or I haven't got that in me, or I'm not that much of an intuitive person. I'm interested in this stuff, but I'm not very good at it. Well, it, but if you are, if you have been noticing that you have been seeing repetitive, now do you know what? It doesn't need to be numbers either. Numbers are a really cool, easy starting point because if you're seeing numbers, just go online and Google it. There are thousands of websites and books that decode what every single like the, the vibration of each number means, as well as numerology in its own right as a fascinating field. All of these, of course, are just codes and languages that we use to describe or to to to, to shape the reality that we live in. And I mean, I said this on the show before, you know, you can use mathematics as, as a universal language. You can use music as a universal language. You can use colour. You can use harmony. You know, you can use numbers. And there's all these different ways that we decode the mystery that's unfolding around us. So if you've ever spent time with an amazing numerologist who's really looked at your master number, your life path number, your birth date, and, and this might even segue to Jane's going to talk about Dan Millman in a minute. Um, that's a really, really worthy, worthy exercise, I think, to just start to pay attention to what's showing up in your life. And then, you know, it's, and it's not really Jane's job and mine today either to like go through every single digit and tell you the meaning. Like you need to jump on and start to, 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 to research this stuff to see what resonates and what the universe is trying to tell you. Yes, exactly. I do want to, just before we finish off on the door in virtue, though, I do want to share one that I've had clients say numbers that they see a lot of. Another common one, yeah. A common one yeah. is number 123. 123, yeah. And that means simplify your life. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to have a lot of clients see that because they'll often come to me when they can't see the wood for the trees and there's so much going on. Um, get rid of anything that's pulling at your energies, time or finances, especially anything that pulls you away from your life purpose. The Ascending Masters are helping you with this simplification. Beautiful. And that's one of the nice things about Doreen Virtue's books and her Angel Number books is that there's always that positive reinforcement at the end of every single number is that you're not alone. You're not having to do this alone and reminded to connect with your bigger team and get them to help you to navigate your troubles. Can I say just on that note, like when I said a lot of people aren't very psychic, but so so they'll be like, well, you know, I can't hear what my angels say. I don't know what my spirit guides look like or what they're trying to tell me. Yes, but this is the way that they can get through to you. They yes. might not be able to get fully formed words with grammar, syntax and sentences through, but they can get through a certain vibrational frequency that they're trying to get you to pay attention to through another or a colour or a symbol. And that's why I've talked about before often the first step of, of starting to believe in the magic of the universe is to look for the white feathers because it's so easy for them to place them in your path. Yes. So you want to give easy ways for that dimension to be able to lower their vibration, to be able to communicate with you because you're as you're learning to raise your vibration to be able to meet with them. So it's a meeting of, of vibrations between that's, the dimensions. That's cool. That's a lovely way of putting it too. Mm. So, you know, as you get better at it, as you clean out your stuff, and that's what Beck and I are constantly doing is constantly working on ourselves to clean out our stuff, to be of a higher vibration so that we can continue to connect better and better with the universe mm. and make good stuff happen. So this interesting book, well, this is by a wonderful man called Dan Millman. Um, he was the author of um, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, and that's a beautiful book that I have suggested to many men who are lost in life and seeking something. It's a beautiful book to introduce men to spirituality in a man's way, in a masculine way. So I've been a big fan of this guy, and he's written a book called The Life You Were Born to Live, A Guide to Finding Your Life Purpose. So I know that that's always of interest to many of our um, our listeners. 
So he says, claims that there are 37 different paths of life. I don't know how he got there. I can't remember. It's a long time since I read the intro. But the method of this is, again, using numbers where you use your birth date. So mine is 19th of April, so 1904-1963. You add all the numbers up and you come up with 33. When you've got your double-digit number, you then add that up. So it's a 33 slash 6. So each number represents a different, a different path, a different challenge. So 6 is about vision and acceptance. And that, as those of you that have listened for a while know that being a highly sensitive person, acceptance was something I really struggled with. Um, I took things personally, didn't feel like I fit in, feel like I was different, blah, blah, blah. The 33, double whammy. Now, I'm a bit special because not many people have the double letters, but that means that this soul journey, I've got double, I'm really focusing just on one thing, and that is about expression and sensitivity. Surprise. Sensitivity, double the amount for Jane, who teaches the highly sensitive person course. (laughs) Yes, and then expressing it. Yeah. And so, you know, his book is really cool. You can go and get that anywhere, any good bookstore. But, you know, he goes into how you work the 33-6 in the positive, what happens when it's in the negative, so when you go into your shadow side, and what will happen if you don't work in the positive, or what to look out for that you Mm. are going, right, this is a pattern with me. Um, You know, so mine was, you know, I I, I couldn't, it's not fair. Um, I couldn't handle, you know, harsh criticism, being judged, that was all. They were all big triggers for me. So I had to learn to heal those parts of me, so I can work the thirty-three um, six in the positive. He goes into um, health issues, relationship issues, talents, work, finances, other well-known um, thirty-three sixes: Albert Einstein, Stephen King, Dale Carnegie, so on and so on. So I just did Bex. What were your numbers again? I remember thirty-eight slash something. <laughs> Oh, good. But she started, did a a quick read and it was applicable. I've done this for many, many people and I've never yet come across someone that says this doesn't describe me perfectly. But again, it's just another interpretation of using numbers to get insight into what's your challenges within this lifetime. Of course, another thing to um, know about is the numerological cycles of nine, the year the nine-year cycles, which some of you will be nodding your heads going, yes, yes, yes. And others of you will be going, wow, what's that? And so what it basically, look, I'm no numerologist, so please go see your local qualified numerologist for further detail. But basically through another system of adding together your your birth date, year, etc., you figure out which year you're currently in, in a nine-year cycle. So there's this idea that we constantly are traveling through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and back around again with the idea that one, of course, is always a starting year where everything new begins. You're putting down a lot of seeds, new foundation stones, et cetera, for this big new era. Then each year as it passes through has a different vibrational sort of quality to it. So one year you might be looking at family and relationship issues. Another year might be success and money, career issues. You know, other years are very... How do you work out what year you're in? Is it based on your age? Because you've done it for me before and said, oh, you're in a this. Don't do that yet. Yeah, exactly. Again, I just go on the internet and Google what is my numerological year and you'll find thousands of like calculators and and things you can go into and then the description of what it is. But like, see, I was counselling this lovely um, 17-year-old girl the other day and she's like... I'm just, I'm just wanted to see you because I've been feeling really flat. I feel kind of depressed. I just feel like I'm waiting in my life for things to happen. Just everything just feels dead. And, you know, I got about 45 minutes into my session with her when I suddenly said, 
do you know what numerological year you're in? She said, no. And I looked it up on my phone. Year number two, depressed, waiting, flat, nothing's ever going to happen. I was like, it's, I said, it's just the year you're in, darling. I said, and so you, how can you turn that around to a positive? You so can't kind of write a whole year off. I think, I think that just understanding it is half the battle, right? So, and it's the same as shadow work. It's, it's, it's people who say, well, what do you want to go dwell in all the negatives for? Well, so that you can understand them and befriend them and then heal them or change right. them. So if you understand, oh my God, it's not just me, I'm maybe not the problem or it's not just, it's actually, this is part of the cycle that I'm in. And another man that I know talks really beautifully about the seasons of your life and the fact that everyone has a summer, winter, autumn and spring in in oh, it's been so long since I've talked to him about this because it's in a small sense and in a big sense. So in in again it's maybe this is something people need to Google and I'm sorry I didn't come prepared with the information on this, but it's that same idea that there's times in your life which are just for hibernating. If you can accept that, it's fine. It's when you're then trying you're to actually resist going it. with the flow and yes. it's beautiful and you get all the gifts. It's and, and there's right. times in your life that's gonna be the summertime of your life where everything is just the golden age, it's flourishing, everything just can't get better, it's fantastic, but then the autumn's gonna come again because cycles must continue. Um so yeah, I really encourage people to, to look at the numerology years because particularly nine years are crazy because that's when you're ending literally the last decade of your life like a huge era so in nine years people you know people die like, you know, like loved ones go jobs go houses go marriages go things leave everything that is inauthentically serving you drops away in a nine year and i can so be, want to google what i am but be i can't because we're using my phone to record <laughs> you have to wait and do it afterwards jane but I, it's just like again it's another reassurance your life might feel really terrifying right now because massive massive changes seem to be happening out of nowhere and it's not fair and why me it's because it's the universe is clearing the threshold for your one year you're starting again a whole new era of self and as you learn to trust the universe you do trust that it is for your highest good and it's all okay and all is well yeah but it's, it, these 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 frameworks help you realize you're not going crazy at times like my friend is like why am i so depressed or yeah why is why is everything ending in the last six months i've lost so many things there can be deeper spiritual explanations if if we use some of these awesome structures of the numbers and things to help us get that sort of information so 44 used to be the number that I saw all the time. 44, 44, 44, I, Jane, it's 44, another 44. I saw it for years. <laughs> like I actually saw it for maybe seven or eight years. And then one day it changed. To? 88. Okay. So it's almost like it it's almost like it flipped up from a from a from like double Upgrade. yeah, from four four to eight eight. Like it kind of doubled or, or you know. And then it was just mental. I, my car smashed. I bought a new car, license plate, 88. And everything around me, and to this day, this is still continuing, when I'm driving, every single time a car slows down in front of me or I have to stop at the lights or someone pulls in the lane in front of me, it's, an, it's got a double eight or a triple eight on, on the license plate. I see everywhere. And, I, and again, it's, it's, num- it's, it's not just when I'm driving, it's absolutely everywhere. And so the other day I had a massive huntsman spider in my kitchen sink. For those of you who are lucky enough not to live in Australia and know the pleasure of finding a huntsman oh. spider, huntsman spiders can't really hurt you, but they'll take 15 years off your life every time you see one. They're pretty big. They're, they're about the size of your palm or bigger, mm. slightly bigger. Yep, sometimes you get horrific and ones. And they're brown and they're crawly and they move really, really fast. They can literally run like Is a galloping horse. Is this um, symbolic of change? Uh, yeah, 
and messengers and lots of things. So I, I got this huge spider. So I, straight away, I went and Googled, okay, why have I had this little visitor? What's the meaning? Guess what number the spider's connected to? 88. Eight. <laughs> well, here is double eight, Doreen Virtue's double eight. Great abundance is yours. Prosperity is flowing to you in ever-increasing amounts. Feel grateful and be sure to pass along the flow to others so you feel guided. The triple eight to me... Well, that was the double eight. Okay, the, yeah, the, the triple, triple eight. eight. Mm. The universe is abundant and generous and you've learnt how to step into the shower of its ever-present flow. Great financial prosperity is yours now and in the future. Well, I'll dispute that. No, that's prob- That's very nice, Jane, but I actually view the eights for me more as pow- about power. They're about true power, authentic power, understanding well, the lessons of power. Well, that's the Chinese um, interpretation, isn't it? And the Which Chinese Triple eight, that is the most powerful number. It's in the, I, I think it is. You will um, often see when you're driving, a lot of Chinese drivers... Yes, have triple eight number plates. They will change their number yes. plates to be lucky. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh, I love this stuff. And people who like won't buy certain houses or live, you know, go to the what is it, the thirteenth floor and all of that, and they take them out of hotels. I know that's hilarious. Mm. You're so you're poor people on the fourteenth. You're still in the thirteenth. Yeah, but but some buildings actually in Asia they actually do have a thirteenth floor. It's yeah. just empty. But Jane, what I want you to look up for our readers now is six 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 because it's a number that obviously Hollywood's absolutely bastardized. The devil, including anyone who any. I don't know, man who try, ever tried to shut down religion, you know, as in 666 is a number that we're not actually supposed to be afraid of. It's connected to the physical world, okay? From my understanding, it's a little bit more to do with, yeah, the, the physical and the tangible. Jane, what, what does Doreen Virtue say? Okay, it's time to focus on spirit to balance and heal your life. Tell heaven about any fears you have concerning material supply. Yeah. Be open to receiving help and love from both humans and the angels. So, yeah, it's very earth-based, isn't it? It's, it's to do with materialism and to do with that sort of stuff. And But with all of these numbers, again, I would suggest that if you have a recurring number, Google it in three to four different places because you'll actually find that different you know channelers will, will bring through really different meanings and there's only going to be one that really resonates with your particular situation. So, so don't stop at the first explanation that you get. I yes, because... Because that person that's channeling is channeling for their tribe. Yeah. Um, so, Jane, have you ever had a repetitive symbol or picture or image that you can think uh, well, of? Well, the biggest re- repetitive one I had was, which we spoke about in uh, a past um, recent podcast, was the aeroplane crashes in dreams. What about your stars, though? Stars I'm talking about. Oh, stars. Like that's symbols. my, that's like, my symbol. Yeah, 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 where I have the star on. I used to put a little hidden one, or not so hidden, and up front and centre on every costume I designed. Did you used to see stars in other places that would kind of... I used to see a lot of shooting stars. Yeah. Um, but I'm a big sky watcher, so I see a lot of rainbows, um, beautiful stars. I just see I just see good things in yeah. cool things in the sky. Because this is, you know, you might not be a numbers person. It may be the angels and the spirit guides may be speaking. Well that's to where you. my feathers are. That's <laughs> feathers is my feathers. thing. Yeah, and to quickly talk about feathers in case people haven't heard that show. Uh, Okay, so um, I originally in my early days of starting to gather evidence of belief in the universe, I would talk about, I would ask the universe to provide me with um, proof of their existence and I wanted to see a white angel, a white angel, white um, feather and, um, and I would. Now, you can start by going, oh, yes, but there's, there's the dead bird over there or, yes, but you were down the beach, of course, you're going to see feathers everywhere. But when you ask most people how long is it since you've seen a white feather, most of us I can't remember, or 10 years, 20 years. So to then start seeing them in abundance is pretty cool. Um, so I use that as a symbolism of growing in my belief. Um, I think I've come back to um, 
well, my newest symbolism, so I, I don't do the feathers much anymore. Having said that, I acknowledge them. So if one floats in front of my vision, I stop and connect with what is my thought process right now. The same as I do with the numbers, with 1111, etc. But my latest thing, I communicate with the universe through playing silly games on my phone. <laughs> and I get to a really hard level. She's talking about Candy Crush. Now, that sounds hilarious, but you can use anything you want to yes. access the universe. And I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm good. This is a bit of my, you know, I don't know, is it minor? Aries ego coming I don't know. Out. It's, but, but my mathematical mind, where I love these mathematical games and patterning, and <laughs> I like trying to get ahead of the... Um, developers I want to get into the developer's head <laughs> what's he doing oh that's what it is I can crack this level that's the game I play so I might be stuck on a level for you know a week and then I always crack them not always but 90% of the time in the morning so I'll get up and I'll have a you know give myself five minutes have a little crack at the game but whatever my thought process has been about because I use my sleep time to come up with solutions so I wake up and I'm consciously aware of a suggested solution to a situation, um, and it's not always a bad thing. It can be a good thing. You know, I want to, I want to move this in a bigger way or whatever. Um, I've got my idea. Then I get on my little candy crush, and I crack that level, and I just laugh with the universe because nine times out of ten, I crack it on the last move. Like you might have fifty moves, and you could crack it in twenty, but nope, they leave me hanging. And then on the last move, a bit of magic happens. I crack the level and I know I'm on track. It's a validation, isn't it? It's, and you can use, I know that sounds funny, you can use anything you like in life as your validation, as, as what you need, as your, as your communication with the universe. Deceased people, when somebody's died that you're close to, you may get repetitive um, messages from that person communicated in a very earthly way. Animals. Yes. You've been a queen of animals interpretation well, lately. What about butterflies and dead people, though? See, that's a really, really, really common one. Oh, I didn't that know when that. somebody has died, you will see a lot of butterflies, or they'll come and land on your shoulder, or they'll be around oh. you, they'll be just wherever you go. Because I've always taken butterflies as being about transformation. Yeah, well, dragonflies in particular are really transformation. But yes, yes, that because it's the metamorphosis, the chrysalis, etc. Um, so, but I'm thinking as well, uh, like stories I've heard of, like a, a guy, it was a young guy in his late 20s that died tragically. He, he really loved sunflowers and one day his family were at the beach they went for a swim and came back to their towel there was no one else on the beach and there was a huge sunflower lying on the I towel I love stories like that I've got goosebumps all over my body and right so now that, that's the kind love of them. power and magic that we're talking about I am lucky enough to live in, in the Adelaide Hills so there's a lot of natural environment around me which may ex go some way to explain why I do see so many animals however I don't think it's just a coincidence I pay very deliberate attention to what animals show up and where in my life and I and they really really communicate with me I I'll have you know a frog in the sink or I'll have when I'm sitting on the my carpet like meditating or doing some work a because I sit on the floor, not in chairs, I'm a floor girl, um, a bird will come and tap three times at the window behind me, like, it'll tap and go away, come back and tap, go away, come back and tap. Things like that will happen. And when I'm driving, a kangaroo will go in front of the car, which, and, and so I'll always go and Google. I was going to say, you Google it. Animal yep. totem, animal symbolism, those are the types of words I'll put into Google to find what I need. Animal meaning, total totem symbolism. And and I have, I've researched some very obscure animals, animals I don't even actually quite know what they are, like particular kinds of beetles and things like that. And I And they are always bang on with exactly what I'm processing that day or in my life at that moment. And so therefore that's very comforting, isn't it? Because you've received the symbolism, you've Googled it, you've got the interpretation gone, I'm supported. Yes. I'm supported and I'm on track. 
I'm on purpose all as well. Can I finish today's episode by telling a really beautiful story to our listeners, which Jane hasn't heard yet? Of course, I love your new story. It's about us, Jane. Oh. And I've been saving this one for weeks. (laughs) Okay. Someone wrote to us and said, how can I help you guys? I just, you're giving away so many free episodes and so much free information. Can I give you something? Can I give you flowers? Like, what can I do? And I said, no, the best way to help is just to keep spreading the word, like just keep that ripple effect going of the goodness and the information. Now, here's an example of the power of that, of why that's the best way you can give back and help. Another girlfriend was listening to our show, Jane. It was the episode ages ago when we said, if you can't see your own good qualities, get a friend to tell you what they are. So she said, Beck, all right, I was just vacuuming and I was listening. Can you just text me what my good qualities are? So I spent quite a bit of time. I sent her 10 things about her. I never heard back. And I thought, she's actually maybe a bit too overwhelmed by this because maybe it was a bit much. Like, it was very overwhelming. Like, I said some really authentic. She had to sit. It's like people can't sit in compliments. Yeah, And sometimes I'll say, just sit in that. Just sit in that energy of what I've just said. And I thought, I've lost it. But I hadn't lost her. She'd gotten so empowered and excited. She'd had to go to the shops. She'd run off to do her grocery shopping. And when she got there, she saw an old man. And she said to the cashier, I'd like to pay for all of his groceries, please, because she was feeling so good about herself. Love it. So she paid for all of the old man's groceries. And then what happened? This is the ripple effect. We do a show. She, her, you know, she asks me for help. I send her some compliments. So then that makes her feel good. So then she pays for an old man and then that makes both of them feel good. Oh. And then everyone in the supermarket was so impressed that the manager came up and he said, I'm going to give you 25% off everything you're buying today because we feel so good about what you've just oh done. Oh, <laughs> So there's a whole heap so, of people yeah. feeling amazing from one, about life. From one thing that we said, look at that chain of ripple effect. So if you guys want to give back oh, or do anything, yes. just get Pay on it forward the by ripple sharing effect. the show. Aren't you cheeky keeping that? I love that. Thank you. It's that a is beautiful. 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 I am open to receiving the symbolic messages communicated through numbers. We hope you had fun with us today. We're on lovelifeshow.com. You'll find everything you need right there. And until this time next week, have fun communicating with the universe. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening. And it's a beautiful day.